What's up, Yankee fans? It is Greg with another episode of Yankee Crazy Podcast. And the winter meetings out in Las Vegas are in full effect right now. They are on. And we will see. This is always an exciting time to get a lot of rumors and... Uh, news and information about teams and who they're potentially going for and just a lot of information. So if you like the hot stove, then this is your week because it, I don't know if it gets any better than this week with trade rumors. And oftentimes, I think, you tell me if this, if you disagree and you can always Disagree with me or agree with me by sending me an email, yankeecrazypodcast at gmail.com, and you can also send direct messages to Yankee Crazy Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. You can find us at Yankee Crazy Pod. So I feel that with the winter meetings, it's a lot of information gathering by GMs and trying to, you know, almost, I want to say, kick the tires, that expression, uh, about all these teams. And all these GMs meet, and like I said, lots of rumors come out. And then the weeks following, I feel, is when all these deals get done. So we'll see. Maybe it's going to be different this year, but might still be the case. And I think it's going to still be the case. So we'll see. Lots of exciting stuff. And already it has started. Excuse me. John Heyman uh, was reporting from out there yesterday. And he came up with a lot of things. One of the things was the big question with the Yankees. uh, Bryce Harper, Manny Machado. Do they go for one? Do they go for both? So John Heyman was saying that the rumor was... Yankees said they will not go to 300 million on a contract with Manny Machado. So that you know we'll we'll see, you know, this could be Brian Cashman and the Yankees just putting things out there. And like I said in a previous episode, do they do this on purpose to bring down the price or have guys saying, oh man, I I really want to play for the Yankees. I'm going to take lower money. Um, With this, I don't know. Manny Machado, I feel that he is going to go where the money is. As much as he wants to supposedly play for the Yankees, you know, all these years leading up to this free agent class, it's always been, oh, Manny Machado to the Yankees. He wants to play for the Yankees. And you never know if people will take a little bit of a discount to play for the Yankees because they are always trying to put championship teams out there and always trying to do their best and gives you a really great shot at going to the playoffs and World Series, obviously. So we will see what happens with that. Um, Bryce Harper, another one. Who knows what's going to happen with that? You know, a lot of people say, oh, Yankees are too 
have two uh, are too outfield heavy, top heavy in the outfield. Um, but when you look at that, is that really the case? I think no, because you're putting Stanton at DH because in left field, you know, like I talked about, you could you could have him play a few times in the outfield to give a guy a rest and put someone in the DH spot, you know, whether it's he wants to play right, um, put him in right and put judges DH. So those type of things. But you're not starting Brett Gardner in left field right now. Um, I love Brett Gardner, but I just don't see it being realistic that he is your starting left fielder uh, come opening day and thinking that he's going to give an entire season to you. Um, I love Brett, Brett Gardner. I, I have loved him as soon as he's come up. He adds so much grit, veteran presence now. It's kind of crazy that he's a veteran. I can remember him first coming up as a rookie. But I thought it was a great signing, bringing him back uh, some stability. And I think he still has a lot of tank in the gas. A uh, lot, lot of tank in the gas. A lot of gas in the tank. <laughs> That's funny because my wife always does that. She always twists things around. So um, I'm doing what she's doing now. <laughs> but anyway, if you sign Bryce Harper and put him in left field, not at first base, I don't think that's a good move like people have talked about, but put him in left field and you have Gardner as your utility guy and pinch runner, you know, the, keep him as a, as like a super sub. And there you go. There you have your outfield. And that's why I, and plus, you know, like I've talked about Bryce Harper, short right field porch in Yankee stadium. He is just, he's made for that stadium. And, you know, a lot of people have been saying his stats. They're like, oh, his stats, he only had one really good year and he's demanding all this. And, you know, unfortunately, these are the times. This is what we have. We don't have many choices out there. There's no one else who comes close in terms of a lot of stats. Or, you know, there's guys out there, but no one, I, I think, can do a lot of the things. And there's a lot of intangibles that Bryce Harper has that other players don't. But this is Major League Baseball now. I know not a lot of people go crazy and they're like, why, you know, look at this. Patrick Corbin, what did he get? He got a monster deal, six years, 140. And people say, oh, he had one good year too. And, he, you know, this is the state of baseball now. You, you're paying guys who are above average or a little bit. Look at Nathan Ivaldi. I actually really like him, but a lot of people pointed out his statistics going, oh, you know, we only had one year of this and blah, 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 and Red Sox overpaid for him. But look what he did in the playoffs. Look what he did in the World Series. So you have to take that into consideration. You have to figure that you have got to overpay some of these guys to get just above average uh, players. But also, you know, the other thing is some of these guys are maturing and getting better and they're going to have a really high ceiling. So you have to take that into consideration. Some guys don't figure it out until later. You know, I would have to compile a list of 
some of these players. I can't think of people offhand, but there are some guys who just all of a sudden they get it and they start performing. Not everybody comes out and is a superstar like Derek Jeter from year one. That being said, Ivaldi, to me, showed a lot of uh, a lot of great uh, pitching. You know, look at his... He was throwing over 100. Uh, there's someone... Get, they did some statistic, and Ivaldi had, like, the highest percentage of over 100-mile-per-hour uh, fastballs out of everybody throughout the entire playoffs. So I know he had that surgery, and, you know, who knows if, if that uh, Tommy John is going to come back to haunt him. Some guys have to do it, get it done twice, which is so crazy, right? But that's the other part. Look at Cor- people like Corbin. Oh, he's only, you know, X, Y, and Z he did through these years. But he might be the type of guy who's finally getting it and coming into his prime. So we'll see. Same thing with Harper. You know, he's only 26. People think, you know, he's been in the league for so long. A lot of people think, like, He's, he's like a, a, an old veteran, but guy's 26. So is Manny Machado, and he's been in the league for a long time. So, you know, he's, he, you know, Manny Machado, I think for him, people just know that he is a superstar. And I don't like a lot of things what he said, as I've previously mentioned. And also, uh, you know, is he going to bring kind of a bad attitude? He had, you know really some dirty plays too and I just I I was shocked I was shocked because I always had such a high opinion of him I did not know about this but you know there's an article about uh from show uh, Buck Showalter they interviewed him last year and he was just he couldn't talk any higher than about Manny Machado and granted he was his player but I, I don't know Buck Showalter to me is a upstanding dude and I think he would not sugarcoat anything. If he didn't like Manny Machado, he would have said it. So it's tricky. It's tricky because the Yankees could use Machado. Machado is unbelievable shortstop. You know, gold glove. Michael K even called him platinum glove, which is that when you win more gold gloves at like like a certain amount of gold gloves at a position, you become platinum. Is that is that it? Mario, look can you look that up for me? Um so, anyway, amazing defender, Manny Machado, um, amazing bat, and if he was only a lefty, <laughs> if he was a lefty, I'm sure, like, a lot of Yankee fans would be like, oh, definitely sign him. Uh, me too, that could, <laughs> that could put over on the edge a little bit too, right? You know, some of these players come uh, to your team, let's say and they haven't been great in the past or, or whatever, but they come to your team, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna, I fully support them. Because what? You, you root for the laundry. I think that's another Michael Kayism. ism um, But it's true. It's true, right? We, we root for the Yankees, and once players leave, I guess some, you know, I guess, you know, they'll get a little standing ovation if they're a, good, a great player and they come back to Yankee Stadium and, and you always like them, but... Oftentimes it's like, all right, you're gone from the Yankees. You're you're gone from me rooting for you, um, except for Greg Nettles. Like I'd say, Greg Nettles. I followed him to San Diego after he left the Yankees. Um, but 
everybody else it's kind of like okay go somewhere else play a couple of years and then retire and then I'm just gonna after you retire I think of you as a Yankee again (laughs) if you played long enough so that's that's the big topics of the winter meetings and obviously there's a lot of other things going on there there's relief pitchers that is going to be huge there you know because you've got Adovino who I think the Yankees should take before the Red Sox get him. Uh, Kimbrell, the Red Sox reliever, he is on the market. Um, And then it takes us to two guys who were on the Yankees last year. You got D-Rob, David Robertson, and Zach Britton. And I think I'm going to put up a Twitter poll because I want to see people's take on this. If you had to get one of them, who would you take? Maybe I'll do... Who would you rather have? What what do, what would you rather do? Sign David Robertson or Zach Britton or sign both or sign none. There you go. There's my four. So look for that Twitter poll up today at some point. And it's interesting because I am a, I've always been a big D-Rob fan. Except when he left to the White Sox, he came out and he was like kind of anti-Yankee. Um, he said something about them. I can't recall what it is, but I didn't like that. I was like, dude, how dare you? But then he came back and all's good. <laughs> I kind of forgot about it. Um, although if Curtis Granderson came back, I would, I would have a big problem with that. Probably because he'd come back and wouldn't be good. Because when Curtis Granderson left the Yankees and he signed with the Mets. He said, "Oh, well everybody." And I know he's playing around. I'm not I'm not being too serious, which if you've been listening to this, you know, I'm not that serious with this, okay? You want to debate me on something? That's totally fine. I get things wrong. I make mistakes. I don't know everything and I don't I don't come out I hope I don't come out trying to uh, make it look like I know everything. This is just my opinion. And uh, a lot of it, I just go by field. So get, anyway, Curtis Grandison left, and he said, oh, well, everybody knows in New York the real sports fans of baseball are Mets fans. And I really did not like that. And I, I thought that was a little bit sour grapes. And I really like Curtis Grandison. Um, he is a really solid dude, does a lot of charity work. So I do like him. But, you know, that kind of that annoyed me a little bit. So getting back to it. D-Rob, you know, he had a great year last year. Um, you know, a little bit of regression here and there on, on some of his stuff. And Zach Britton came over and he, you know, he had his moments. But overall, I, he was not the guy who I thought they were going to get. And meanwhile, he, you know, he was injured last year, I believe. I think he was on the DL early with the Orioles. And some people thought... He wasn't really at at full strength, and maybe this year he's going to be. But with his performance with the Yankees, just taking that, if I'm the Yankees, I don't know if I'm going to sign him. I don't know if it's like, I, I don't know if I can take a chance on him this year. And who knows, maybe he'll go to another team and be completely awesome, and we'll look back and say, oh should have signed Zach Britton. We will see. So, like I said, look for that Twitter poll 
I will put that up. And I would love to know if you if you don't get to the Twitter poll and it's closed, I'd love to know your opinion again. Yankee Crazy Podcast at gmail.com, Yankee Crazy Podcast on Instagram, and Yankee Crazy Pod on Twitter. Gotta get a Facebook page up soon. Right? I think so. I think so. There's a lot of, there's some big Yankee groups. I was actually on a Yankee group yesterday and kind of got into it with this guy about, um, you know, I put up there about Harold Baines getting into the Hall of Fame on the, um, <clears throat> the uh, what is it, baseball, um, the uh, new era. Oh, man, I just read it. I can't remember what it is. But anyway, <clears throat> it's kind of like the new era of baseball, and there's 12 guys on it. Basically, ex, I think it's everybody's ex-players or front office people. Somehow they're in op- baseball operations. Like Joe Torre is on it. Um, another guy who is, I think, like a, a president of a team or something I thought I thought I read. And a couple of other players. Um, uh, is it Roberto Alomar? Is he on there? Which, I don't know. Everybody overlooks Roberto Alomar and the way he spit on that umpire. And I don't know, dude. That's just that's just wrong to me. I don't know. You never spit on somebody, right? I, I just think it's crazy. Although I gotta say, me and my brother one time we played. We were little kids. We played spit tag. We ran around a playground, and you know, instead of like tagging the person, you had to spit. <laughs> How disgusting is that? Oh my goodness. Oh, that's funny. That is, at least I think it's funny. As, as you know, I crack myself up on here. But spit pet, spit tag. Don't do that at home, kids. <laughs> but anyway, Roberto Alomar's on there um, and a few other people. So they vote in these people. There's, there's 12 of them. And you have to get, I think, 75%. And Harold Baines got it. And I had posted, I had said, oh, what a sham. I'm like... Harold Baines gets in and Greg Nettles isn't. And it's kind of, you know, I was trying to be playful. I'm not trying to be too serious. And some guys got so aggro on it. And I was like, whoa, dude, dude, back up, pump the brakes. This is, this is like, I think, and it was on a Yankee, um, it was on a Yankee group. And first I wanted to be like, dude, isn't this, isn't this the one place I, <laughs> we can really bond and, and just be completely pro-Yankee without any sort of um, reality check? So it was, um, it, was, it was half kidding around. But wait. Oh, I, I'm looking at this, li- this license plate. I thought it said R2-D2. I was like, wow, dude, it wasn't even a custom plate. Anyway, <laughs> off on another tangent. But... So, you know, Harold Baines makes it in, and you do look at his stats, and you're like, all right, you know, he, he hit 289 and 2,800 hits. Um, it, it was almost 2,900. It was like 2,880-something. So uh, what was the other thing? What was the other big stat? Oh, three, how many home runs he had? 384 maybe, something like that. So you look at that over 22 years, and... He had some years where he had really high averages. He hit like 331. I don't know if he ever won a batting title. He was a six-time All-Star, although that is a popularity contest. But he did have really solid seasons. And I just, 
you know, I remember Harold Baines and I just am like, Harold Baines in the Hall of Fame, it just, it, it just didn't go together. Um, but, you know, you do look at those stats and they are good, but I feel like to get into the Hall of Fame, it's got to be great stats. You, you know, they have those numbers where it's like 3,000 hits, 500 home runs. Those are two definites that people get into the world, into the, into the world series, <laughs> into the Hall of Fame. Um, so Harold Baines obviously came sh- up short on that in 300, um, hitting 300, 500 home runs and 3000 hits. So those are kind of like the markers. And I think this just drops the bar and then it's going to be, oh, well, this guy had 2,700 hits and then, you know, maybe it's a little bit lower the next time. And then it's, it just kind of waters it down, um, a little bit to me. But, you know, I do have a lot of Harold Baines um, baseball cards. I remember always having him. We used to think, he, you know, I think he was like one of those guys like Oscar Gamble who, Oscar Gamble, if you guys don't know, Google Oscar Gamble, play for the Yankees. He has a, a Topps baseball card where he had the biggest afro and he puts his hat on and the afro comes out of the hat and it is awesome. It is like the greatest baseball card ever. And if you can get your hands on it, I got to look, I got to look back at my cards and, and see if I even have that one. Um, got to get them out of the boxes out of my mom's attic, which, (laughs) oh man, how awesome. My mom's the best. She saves everything. Thankfully she saved all the baseball cards and didn't throw them out. So they're up there somewhere with all my autographs too. I should like get those and find that Oscar Gamble card and find uh, the Harold Baines card because I think he had a, a, a pretty good afro too and it might have stuck out the sides of his hat. Um, but anyway, that's what I can remember for Harold Baines and now those cards will be worth money that he's in the Hall of Fame. So I should be happy about it. I shouldn't be, <laughs> I shouldn't be getting controversial. I should be like jumping up and down because those cards are going up in price. <laughs> All right, but as usual, I digress and go off on another tangent. So Let's wrap it up there. Um, winter meetings. Uh, stay tuned. Look for the Twitter poll. And as always, get a hold of me. YankeeCrazyPodcast at gmail.com. YankeeCrazyPodcast on Instagram and YankeeCrazyPod on Twitter. All right, guys. So stay tuned after this. We got some. Got my sponsor coming up. And, um, you know, we, we got to pay the bills, right? Exactly. So if you know any sponsors out there and they want to sponsor this show, feel free to get in touch with us. And that wraps it up. So as I always say, stay tuned. Winter meeting talk coming up. And let's go Yankees.